When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. We'll go ahead and get started then. So, I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. And I'm here today. <laughs> Did you like to drop your computer a little bit? I like ran into the table. <laughs> That's totally fine. It won't hurt the table, but I hope your computer's okay. It's, it's good. It's okay. Good. Um, so I'm here today with Allie Summerfield, and I know her because she is dating my cousin, Dustin, who has been on the show. Yep. yep so um, go ahead and talk about who you are and why you're into spooky stuff and okay. all that. Well, um, I'm Allie, and I'm from Oklahoma. I've always grown up here. Um, I went to Southmore High School. Um, trying to. Uh, what year did you guys graduate? In 2015. 2015. 2015. Gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, that's four years ago. <laughs> that is. Oh, just wait. My sister's yeah. about to graduate high school now. I'm like, this is oh blowing my, my gosh. mind. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so weird. Like, I remember when our 10 year reunion happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was happening, and I was at the bowling alley with Whitney, and we both were like checking our fa- our phones as like when the other person would bowl and she was like do you know what tonight is and I was like no and she was mm-hmm. like it's our high school reunion <laughs> we were like oh oh well yeah <laughs> that's me too I'm like I don't think I'll ever go to yeah. high school reunion. yeah I was probably like oh, it's okay it's fine um it must not have been super important to me or I probably would have known about it yeah but exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah, but I just, yeah, so I went to Southmore. I went to college for a couple of years. Um, mm. I was a physics major, so I wow. just was like science math path, and I yeah. was like, nope, this is not, this oh is not gosh. it. It's not doing it. It's not <laughs> yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so now I'm just trying to, like, figure out other things, you know, just working, mm. um, trying to figure out other, like, creative paths, just following yeah. my interests, you know, see where that takes me, and yeah. just go from there, you know. Creative paths, man, yeah. that's, I'm all about that. Exactly. I'm all about that. Definitely makes me happier. Yeah, <laughs> no sure. kidding. <laughs> for sure. Um, so we're going to break the ice with a little quiz that kind of mm-hmm. has to do with what we're talking about today, just like I did with Whitney <laughs> last week. But this quiz, okay, this is on playbuzz.com also, so super official. Like, mm-hmm. this is for real. Like, we you have to live them. by the results when they come in. <laughs> so this is, um, are you a good, let's see. Are you good, bad, or somewhere in between? Are you modern or traditional in your approach? This is, uh, what kind of witch are you? Okay, okay. So, let's start. You see a puppy roaming around your house, lost and confused. Okay, why, that's so weird. Like, why would a puppy be roaming around your inside your house? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it means around outside your house. Okay, yeah. what do you do? Chase it away. I don't need the stupid mutt ruining my garden. Call animal control. I'm too busy to look after a puppy. Eat it. <laughs> adopt it. It's obvious, obviously a sign that it should be my familiar. Uh, yeah, I'd probably adopt it for sure. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I'm not going to eat a puppy. No, I couldn't. <laughs> so you're the supreme of a coven. After a long reign, your powers are waning and a new supreme will eventually rise, which will lead to your demise. 
So do you wait for a while to find the one whose powers have grown strongest, then exterminate them so you can continue to reign as the supreme or continue to rule for the time being? And when you feel it is necessary, you choose your replacement. Death is inevitable anyhow. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. I'd probably just wait it out. Just wait it yeah, out. Yeah, you're nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably wait it out. I don't know. I feel like I would be more like Jessica Lang in, in, in AHS yeah. Coven. Um, your fellow witch has gone drunk with power. You smack some sense into her, literally and figuratively. Make sure everyone is protected, then step up to face her. Join her. Together we shall be unstoppable. Bind her. Bind her from harming anyone else and herself. Get the coven together. There is strength in numbers or stop her at all costs for the good of my family. Stop her at all costs. <laughs> okay. Okay. As a witch, you use certain tools to complete your magical operations. What do you use the most? So there's a wooden spoon, like for cooking, mm-hmm. uh, your grimoire, which a grimoire is like your book of shadows, like with okay. the spells in it, um, an animal skull, a tarot deck, a staff passed down from generation to generation candles and oils your trusty besom i don't know that word I, it looks like a broom okay. um uh crystals and more crystals hmm. i'd say candles and oils if that was yeah. an option probably yeah that's a good one mm-hmm. how well do you handle persecution <laughs> eradicate them use a spell to change their minds i don't handle it well i usually get very emotional when people hate me yep. is that it, <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> we don't have to go any further okay <laughs> Uh, where and when do you meet your coven? I'm solitary. My house, as always, usually at any time of day. At a heath? What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that word. Like, uh, we usually meet meet in thunder, lightning, or in rain. I wonder if that's like... I'm going to look that word up because okay. I don't know that word. And either. I'm a writer. I should know that word. Yeah. Let's see. Come on, internet. So slow. Um, there we go. An area of open, uncultivated land, especially in Britain, with characteristic vegetation of heather, gorse, and coarse grasses. So, like, a big big field. field, Like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, that was one of your options. Um, a dark hovel near a crossroads at midnight... In a forest, somewhere where no one can get to, it's lit from the rising sun. Hmm. A crossroads at midnight. <laughs> crossroads at midnight. I like that. <laughs> Let's see. Do you like creepy things? Sometimes I do, but I'm not necessarily surrounded by things that go bump in the night. My goodness, no. Of course, I wallow in it. I think everybody knows my answer. <laughs> I feel like mine's probably the first one. I'm curious and I like it, but it's not everywhere right now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, of course, I wallow in it. <laughs> What's your favorite witch-themed show, movie, or book? So there's The Witches of Eastwick, The Craft, American Horror Story Coven, Practical Magic, Harry Potter series, or the Discworld series? Hmm. I'll just go with Harry Potter, you know? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. How do you handle spirits? I work with them, make them pass on to the other side, banish them quickly before they have a chance to become reckless or enslave them and make them do my dirty work without giving them proper offerings. No, I'd say I'd I'd make them my friends. Okay. You work with them. I'd work with them. Okay. That's good. Do you like doing normal things without using magic? Yes, I sure do. Cackles. Oh, wait, you're serious. If I have to, I don't mind. Can't say I do, honestly. 
Honestly, if I could use magic, I'd probably use magic all the time. Yeah, same. All the time. Same. Yeah, I always, that was like my biggest thing when I was like into Harry Potter. I was like mm-hmm. so jealous of all the things they could do with their magic. And right. like my life would be so much easier. <laughs> like I wish I could fix my hair by magic. Oh, totally. That would be totally. like the best thing ever. Mine just goes in a bun like five out of seven days yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. I'm not like trying to solve any world problems. I'm like, if I could do my hair. Yeah, like, <laughs> Do you believe in a higher power? If so, what gods and goddesses do you work with? I work strictly with Gaia, who's like the Earth Mother. Mm-hmm. I'm only the Horned God and Triple Goddess. I work with Egyptian, the Egyptian and Greek pantheon. I really only believe in one God. I just simply work with my ancestors and spirits. I work with goddesses like Bridget and Demeter. Mm, that's hard. Mm-hmm. The the Earth, the Earth okay. Goddess. Good answer. Yeah. I said I'm. I'm like good answer. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be like get out of here, Allie. <laughs> like, um, another witch is trying to hex you. What do you do? Oh, please. I've already got up some, I've already got up some counter magic. So you're like ready. Okay. Um, turn it into a blessing. It will come back to them. Okay. That's yeah. Uh, destroy them or set up <laughs> protection borders. Hmm, I'll turn it into a blessing. That That's so sweet. Yeah, that's I'll be, so I'll nice. Be nice. I'll be nice. Final question. Which house do you belong in? Slytherin, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, or Hufflepuff? Uh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think you would be either a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff because okay. you're really sweet and you're also really smart. Okay. I'll just go with that. I'll okay. Go with We're going to go with Hufflepuff. Okay. Because you're very sweet. Oh, thank you. Um, calculating results. You're a new age witch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you use metaphysical sciences to advance your craft. You're usually seen as someone who is very eccentric yet approachable. Okay. You really like crystals and bits and baubles. Your magic is based on everything deemed white magic. Like the good witch, you never touch things deemed black magic and constantly warn people of karma. Okay, okay. So yeah, so you're a new age witch, which I don't think is going to fit with these two witches that we're going to be talking about today. No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So today we're talking about um, two different stories. We're going to spend like half the time on one and half the time on the other. Um, The first is the witch of Kitchen Lake. And the second one is the Parallel Forest, which has a witch altar slash satanic altar in it. Um, So Kitchen Lake, um, it's actually a park that's located at 5501 Southeast 119th Street in Oklahoma City. It's like right on the edge of Moore. It's right where Sooner Road intersects with what is 12th Street to the west and what is 119th to the east. I think that's where the dividing, maybe it's at Sunny Lane. I don't know. But um, I always think that that's so weird that like Moore has the... Mm-hmm. different street names but um and there's a little sign there like if you're driving down sooner road i'm sure you've seen it like where it says kitchen lake yep. and there's like mm-hmm. you can drive in whatever a lot of people go out there to fish um not for legend tripping which is why i've been there <laughs> but uh, it's a 33 acre lake with largemouth bass uh three types of sunfish and i do not know how to say this fish's name i think it's crappie so. I think it's crappie. I, that's what I would say. I think that's what it is. Yeah. If, if that's not if that's not it, somebody correct me. Like send me a <laughs> message on Instagram and tell me I'm wrong. Because um, it's spelled like crappy, like yeah, but is. with <laughs> ie. Like so, but I am not a fisherman. So um, so the very basics of the legend, as found on TravelOK.com, are this: um, a field at the end of Air Depot Road near the lake is also said to be haunted by a witch who was killed by witch hunters when they set her house on fire while she was inside. Only the chimney and fireplace remained, and people reported seeing the chimney smoking years after the fire and still smelling debris smoldering. The witch supposedly haunts the area as retribution for her death, and cars have been known to malfunction out near the field. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Have you ever been out there? Honestly, funny story is I used to go wash or uh, walk my dogs out there. Really? I didn't even realize that it was oh my haunted gosh. until I was like reading this and stuff. Yeah. And like I kind of had heard it before. And then once it clicked with me, I was like, I used to go out here like every week and oh, walk my crazy. dogs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. If my car wouldn't have worked. No, yeah. Oh, no my way. gosh. Yeah. There. Uh, one of the things that I actually didn't put it in the outline, but one of the things that I um, read was that there have been people seeing... Um, black bears out there oh for real yeah like which that's crazy that's that's like really close to populated areas Mm -hmm. and like um i think somebody even saw like a bobcat which a bobcat is not as surprising but um so like if you do go out there and you're just fishing like it is you know like be aware there are Mm -hmm. some wild animals out there or whatever um some of the other things that people claim that you might see are animals hanging in trees uh which i feel like this is a pretty common like the dead animal thing is really common in all of these urban legends about like a witch or mm-hmm. satanic stuff, like in the purple church episode, mm-hmm. like they're supposed to leave dead animals out there, yeah. but it's also like, like a rural area. So like maybe the animals just died on the property and whatever, maybe they weren't sacrificed, but you know, maybe they were. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Uh, a lot of people report a creepy feeling while out there, but you didn't ever get a creepy feeling when you're walking your dog. Honestly, sometimes. Like, if really? I would go off the path, I would just be like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like, I should go back. And usually that doesn't bother me. I can just go walk unless it's, oh, like, dark wild. outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah, that's super. It'd be, like, bright, you know, maybe 7, 8 in the morning or something. Yeah. I'd be walking them through the trees and be like, no, I probably should go back yeah. back towards the path a little oh, bit my or gosh. something. I totally, th- oh, my God. <laughs> that reminds me of, there's this Joyce Carol Oates short story, um, and I think it's called Hey, How Are Ya? And basically it's like, I think it's, I can't remember exactly the gist of it. Like I remember the gist of it, but I don't remember all the details, but it's like about this girl that goes jogging and there's this guy that like, is always like, Hey, how are you? Like, and Mm -hmm. he says it like all weird at her Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And it ends up like, he's not doing anything nefarious, but I think that like, she ends up accidentally killing him or something like getting spooked by him. But it like, I think that I, Whenever I'm out walking alone, even if it's daytime, like mm-hmm. I can get that feeling like yeah. of it's, you know, mm-hmm. like something is not, yeah, totally. not right. But, uh, yeah, I, when we were out there, there was a little bit of a creepy feeling. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's been investigated. Um, and according the investigators that I like looked at the, their website, like they were kind of. I feel like they were kind of like angry that the urban legend had been like perpetuated so much, but um, I'll get to that in just a second. So according to investigators, it's likely that the story of the witch mingled with an actual fire that took place in 1946 at Tinker Air Force Base. So there have been several fires at Tinker Air Force Base. Like Mm -hmm. there was one in the eighties. I think there was one in the seventies and, but this one in 46 was really, really bad. Um, So from the journal record, I got this direct quote that I'm going to read you guys. Um, It's pretty long. So just bear with me. This has got all the details of like what happened. So even more devastating was that 10 maintenance workers lost their lives while another 38 were injured. The fire alarm sounded at 9.31 a.m. and most of the employees quickly exited the World War II industrial building. But 22 other Tinker employees never heard the alarm since they were meeting in the maintenance war room, which was specially constructed to be soundproof. It was not until smoke began seeping under the door and through the floor that they discover a raging inferno had already surrounded them. 
Dense smoke prevented a normal escape, but 12 men managed to feel their way across the corridor to second-story windows. Frantically crawling through narrow openings, each one jumped to the pavement below. Nels Benson, general superintendent of the maintenance division, sustained a broken ankle, while others suffered only scratches and bruises. Fire units from Oklahoma City, Midwest City, and the airfield had the fire contained in less than an hour, but the damage had already been done. Intense flames had twisted steel girders, and the entire middle section of the building had collapsed upon itself. According to the New York Times, Tinker Field officials initially reported there had been no loss of life. However, hours later, cleanup workers found eight bodies under a collapsed brick wall. Continued probing through the blackened debris led to the discovery of two more victims that evening. Many of the workers who required treatment in the base hospital received their injuries while rushing to save Army Air Corps resources. 13, B-29, 13 B-29s being modified in the hangars were pulled to safety. Without the unselfish assistant of, assistance of many employees who returned to the blazing hangars to haul B-29s out, we would have suffered a holocaust beyond our wildest imagination, said Colonel Ralph O. Brownfield, Deputy Installation Commander at the time. Uh, these workers performed their heroic deeds without being asked and without a thought for their personal safety. Their contribution cannot be underestimated, and I commend each of those who helped. W.T. Mayfield, an electrician who was working outside the hangar, made a human mattress of himself to save a trapped employee. Mr. Mayfield said he had retreated to ensure his own safety when he heard a terrified scream from a window 25 feet above feet above the ground. Seeing the helpless man near panic, Mr. Mayfield yelled, I'll help break your fall if you jump. The man jumped and the electrician broke his fall. They both were jarred for the moment but lived to tell their children. The subsequent board of inquiry the subsequent board of inquiry concluded the fire started by auto ignition of gasoline fumes emanating from gasoline spilled on the floor when a hose split on a fuel booster test stand. The fumes contacted a nearby open element glow heater, heater being used by workers to keep warm on a cold Monday morning. The fire raced from the spilled gasoline to the test stand tank, then to the low ceiling mezzanine floor approximately nine feet above the shop floor. It mushroomed along the ceiling in every direction, consuming everything above it. Cleaning vats located throughout the shop fed the fire and increased the total damage. Later, officials revealed the Tinkerfield employees caught in the war room were meeting to discuss depot maintenance plans to support the important Crossroads atomic bombing test, which would have which would be conducted in the South Pacific. Those who lost their lives that day were Haskell Van Cleve, Marvin A. Dom, Claude L. Fleet, Claude L. Ferrier, Charles R. Givens, Joseph L. Hall, Murray W. Jackson, James N. Mangum, Milton R. Weber, and Captain Eugene Ledger. And that is from an article from January 13th, 2006. And the fire happened in January of 46. So, yeah. So that's pretty, like, I, I'm kind of surprised that I've never heard about that. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like there's so much. I was just talking to somebody about this on Instagram yesterday about how there's so much like Oklahoma history that we don't get taught and a lot of it mm -hmm. has like this dark element to it. Oh yeah, there's so much of it. Yeah, that like for whatever reason it's been sanitized by like mm -hmm. the people who put it in the books for the schools and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's but that sounds horrific. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the oh that's so scary to think about like being in a soundproof room and not realizing that there's yeah. a fire going on and then it like oh my gosh yeah, yeah that's terrifying that, yeah that's terrifying yeah. um one of the things that people say about the house out there at kitchen lake and the houses surrounding it mm -hmm. i've read this and heard this before like when i heard the urban legend when i was a kid um was like that there were the fire that consumed the kitchen lake witch house was so bad 
that scorch marks were all over the mm. roofs of the adjacent houses. Oh, like okay. it was, which is kind of crazy, but um, wh- what they think, like these investigators that I was looking at their thing, they were saying that likely there was a lightning strike. That's probably the most likely thing mm-hmm. that happened to that house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it destroyed the house that sits near kitchen Lake. And that accounts for the stories coming together. Mm-hmm. Like uh, people think that like when they tell the witch story, they say that it took place around the turn of the century, like 1900, kind of that sort of thing. So, like, I could see how if this happened in 46 and then there's, like, also, like, the witch story that's kind of been in the background, mm-hmm. like, those two things kind of getting yeah. melded together. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think, like, I just think urban legends are so fascinating. Oh, me too. Yeah. I think it's, like, it's it's just so, so cool that it's, like, a rite of passage to, like, prove uh-huh. – that you're brave enough to like go and yeah, investigate totally. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so interesting to me. And like, I probably am too old to be so fascinated with them, but I am never. so fascinated by them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Never, never, never too old. Never. Um, so did you ever, when you were in high school, did you mm-hmm. ever hear any other like haunting stories about more? Honestly, and more specifically or Oklahoma city In Oklahoma city. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean that purple church, I know that's more yeah. like in Lawton. Everybody always talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in Midwest city. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Scriven hotel downtown, yeah. people would always talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think there's another one. I know some people would always try to tell me that the aquatics building at the zoo is haunted. I've heard that. But yeah. I don't know if there's anything like credible to I, that. I have looked into that because like I wanted to talk to somebody at the zoo or whatever, but mm-hmm. everything I found is like, people are like, no, it's not really true. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, yeah. there's just that one story about like the white lady mm-hmm. apparition. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. But, um, when I was in high school, uh, I had a couple friends. One of them was Whitney. Um, who is still a very dear friend of mm-hmm. mine and she'll be listening to this tomorrow. I'm sure <laughs> she's, she's such a support to me. Um, so when I was in high school, Whitney and I, and one of our other friends, um, heard about this and we, it was the summer after our senior year and we had been at a 4th of July party and we were like, we're 18, 19 years old. We can't go buy alcohol. <laughs> like we, you know, we can't do a lot. Mm-hmm. So we hear this story and we're like, we're going to go check this out. (laughs) Like, you know, ignoring the fact that that is private property and like all this stuff, like we were young and dumb and like, you know, just like didn't really Mm -hmm. think about what we're doing, but we went out there. Um, we did find the house. Um, we looked around and the part in the legend where they say that, like, they, they always say that there are dogs out there that will come up to you. And a dog did come up to us, Mm -hmm. which I feel Uh, like is, you know, it was, it was a little, it was a little spooky, but only Mm -hmm. in the sense that like, I didn't know if it was a friendly dog. And oh, okay, so it was kind of, okay. it was kind of a big dog. And, mm-hmm. um, but that did happen. We went out there. It was pretty spooky. Like just having heard the story and then seeing the ruins of the house for myself okay. was kind of <clears throat> interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was cool. But, um, I think that, oh, gosh, I think that I love it when I find out about young people legend tripping. Like, I know that you're not supposed to trespass. I know that's illegal, <laughs> but, um, I always, I always love hearing stories about that. Yeah. Um, and they're also like, this has become such a, like a, a more urban legend or whatever. There's a geocaching website that, um, actually they put together a whole other layer of the story about okay. the creature of kitchen lake. Oh, okay. Have you heard of the creature of I kitchen lake? I was reading lake? about it a little bit today, but okay. God, that was it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had never yeah. heard of it before I started looking into this. So in their version, um, it tells of teenage boys hunting for the old witch. 
Um, they found no one at home and burned the house down. So, like, she wasn't in there. Mm-hmm. They ran away laughing at what they had done, only to reach the old bridge to see the old woman on the other side. She chanted and pointed at one, the one who started the fire and put a curse on him. He turned into a hideous creature forced to spend the rest of his life near the lake. Um, so the legend was if he captured and kept souls for her, after 100 years, the witch would come back and free him. People vanished, supposedly kept in a prison at the bottom of the lake, but the witch never returned. But the creature harvests souls, still hoping for the witch to return to make good on her word. Mm-mm. I love that yeah, so no, much. Like, crazy. whoever came up with that, yeah. I love that so yeah. much. Like, I... I want I want this person to like contact me because I love that so much. Like yeah, no for real. That's I wish that cool. was like for real part of the legend. Like that is you that is some know. excellent stuff. It might be, yeah. You never know. Yeah, there might be a creature out there. <laughs> they could be. Like I'm not going out there to find out. No, like, me neither. So and on the geocaching website, one of the quotes from like this little story was locals say on very calm, foggy nights, if the moon is right, you can hear the anguished cries of the trapped souls coming up from the bottom of the lake. And I was like, oh, I love this so much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So regardless of whether there's an ounce of truth to any of this, it's still super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And so the other thing that we're going to talk about is the parallel forest in Lawton. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> like, had you ever heard of this before? I have vaguely, but okay. I didn't really like learn a lot in detail mm-hmm. until recently. Yeah. Okay. So I had not heard of it until I think somebody brought it up to me once I started the podcast, like somebody contacted me on Instagram, which I love it when you guys do that, like contact me with things that you might want to hear about um, or comments you have on things that I've said, stuff like that. Um, but the parallel forest, according to onlyinyourstate.com, um, it was built by the federal government as an experiment to deal with the effects of the Dust Bowl. Um, over 20,000 red cedars were planted exactly six feet apart in every direction on over 16 acres. So, like, according to what I read from above, it's like a perfect rectangle. And it they wanted the trees to grow straight up and they wanted it to provide like a shield for the crops Mm -hmm. like something to keep the dust from like ravaging all of that um and they they they're perfectly spaced like you can look at pictures of it you can go down there you can visit it um but it's kind of like eerie Yeah. yeah it's it's very eerie to be in a like section of nature that's so like methodically planned yeah like it's kind of because it doesn't unsettling. look natural. Yes, you know? exactly. It doesn't look natural. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look natural. No. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Have you ever been out in the woods? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So like my mom and I have talked about this. Like how easy it is to get mm-hmm. turned around oh, in the totally. woods. Like yeah. it's so so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this talk, looking at the parallel forest stuff, it made me think of this movie that I watched not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I say not that long ago. Maybe it's been a year or two. Whatever. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was based on true story. It was about this couple in Canada and, um, the guy was getting ready to propose to his girlfriend. So he wanted to take her to this place that had been really special to him growing up. And it was out in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, they get to the park and the park ranger's like, well, that path is closed. There's some problems with grizzly bears right now. And so you can't go to that part of it. And he's like, Oh, well, whatever. I don't need a map. I know this place. Like, I don't need a map. Which, like, right. if you're watching a horror movie and someone uh-huh. says, I don't need a map, yeah. you're like, I know where you're this like, is right? going. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I know what's about to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not, <laughs> apparently y'all aren't going to get engaged and live happily ever after. But, uh, so, anyway, he, and his girlfriend is always on her phone. Like, so, and it's really annoying to him. And he's like, I don't want her on her phone. And so, she turns off her phone and she sticks it in her bag. And she's like, I won't get on my phone, whatever. And they, like, go out into the park and he's like, I think he either tells her, like, I know a shortcut or, like, 
I know what I'm doing, whatever. And he starts leading them into the woods Mm -hmm. and they just keep walking. And he finally gets to the place where if they come up over this ridge, there's going to be, I think a lake is what's supposed to be there. And that's where he's planning on proposing to her. Mm -hmm. And they come up over this ridge and all there is, is more forest. (laughs) And he realizes (laughs) that they are lost. Oh yeah. And she realizes that they are lost mm-hmm. and she says some pretty nasty stuff to him about like how oh, I can imagine. <laughs> oh yeah she tells him some pretty mean stuff and um so like they start trying to find their way back needless to say i won't like ruin it for you guys but doesn't have a happy ending well i mean for a horror movie it kind of has a happy ending but not for their relationship mm-hmm. like yeah. um but yeah it it totally like made me think of this like every time because i'm such a weenie when it comes to like the mm. woods oh me too like, me too no i'm yeah. like i'm i'm a little bit scared of the woods mm-hmm. um because i'm like i i don't know like it's just it's so overwhelmingly big yeah, and like you know i don't know but <laughs> um so yeah the moral of the story don't ever let a boy convince you that you don't need a map or go into the woods with him i think that's yep. just solid life advice that's good right like there. yeah so um have you ever this makes me think of something else uh-huh. have you ever heard of aaron ralston i have not okay so aaron ralston was this guy this is another jeremiah for you people about leaving an itinerary because if you don't you could die <laughs> so aaron ralston is the guy who he went to horse i think it was horseshoe canyon And he was an experienced rock climber and he just decided that he was going to go off one weekend and didn't leave an itinerary. Mm -hmm. He was just like, I'm just going to be gone like a couple days. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then he gets to Horseshoe Canyon and I think he told someone vaguely where he was going, but then he went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And um, so he gets there and he gets his arm caught under a boulder and he's stuck. He's the guy who cut his own arm off okay. with with a like a pocket okay. knife. I've heard of I've heard yeah. of that. Okay. okay. So I read oh his book gosh. and he is he is so amazing because he is like he does not in any point in that book try to turn it into like everything happens for a reason, like I'm this yeah. inspiration or anything like that. He's like, I literally just got lucky. Like this yeah. this is what happened. And it's such a good book. Oh my okay. god. It's called I'll have to read that. It's called Between a Rock and a Hard okay. Place. Okay. So for those of you that like survival stuff, which I know I'm digressing here, but I love survival stories. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, that's cool. So in the parallel forest, people have reported seeing ghosts with no heads, weird noises, orbs and photographs, Mm -hmm. um, feelings of being touched and many more paranormal experiences. Yeah. Which I kind of wonder, like we talked about how it's probably a pretty eerie place anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder how much of that is influenced by like just the psychology of it being a little bit uncanny, you know, but, but also, I mean, I'm not discounting, like I love hearing paranormal Mm -hmm. experiences and stuff like that. Me too. Um, and then this is the part where it ties into the other witch. So in the center of the forest, there is this structure. It's basically, it's by the creek and you can find directions to it. Um, it's basically a formation of rocks that have obviously been placed there by people. Um, it's like there's a stone in the middle and then there are these stones that go around it in a little circle. And then there are more stones around it in another circle. And there might even be one more circle, um, And you can, like, you can look it up on YouTube and, like, watch people Mm -hmm. going to it and stuff like that. Um, And it's supposedly, it's thought to be a satanic or witch altar. Um, And people say it gives them the creeps and eerie feeling when they're near it. Um, I think that by virtue of where we live, people have a lot of fear about Satanism Mm -hmm. and witchcraft. Like, just by virtue of the fact that we're in the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it kind of... It's always interesting to me how, like, the Satanism gets, like, 
yeah. pulled in there. Um, and some believe that it has been used for sacrifices. Um, and in this one YouTube video I watched, this girl talked about how she was out there one night investigating with a paranormal group. And there actually was another group of people that came uh-huh. walking up, like, all dressed in black. Uh-huh. And that had, like, candles and, like... Oh, so, like, to me, I was thinking... My thought was, it's probably a group of, like... Teenage kids that are yeah. like experimenting with witchcraft Probably. or like, like, you know, like playing at Satanism or whatever mm-hmm. like that. Like, I'm doubting that it's like. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Satanists, they're going to like <laughs> yeah. sacrifice someone. But yeah. hey, you know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to meet somebody in the mm-hmm. woods, period. No, so no. like. Oh, my God. There was this one time I was at uh, this. This is probably why I'm scared of the woods. Okay. <laughs> so one time I used to go hiking a lot okay. at Lake Thunderbird. Okay. Okay. By myself. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a big no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be stupid, people. Don't go hiking by yourself. So this one time. So I started carrying a knife because mm. I was like, yeah, I, I need a knife. Like, this mm-hmm. is stupid. This is stupid. But not not realizing that it's stupid enough that I'm going to stop doing it. So I, I had this knife and on my belt and um i was hiking and like the way the trails work they're really cool trails like if you like to go hiking go out there with a buddy or something because they're really nice um and they're really fun and there's a really long one that you can do um but anyway i was coming up around like the bend where you're getting ready to come back to the parking lot and this guy like completely dressed in street clothes Mm -hmm. like not hiking clothes okay starts walking towards me on the trail Mm-mm. and he starts getting closer and closer and i am just getting this like no vibe from him like this yeah. bad like okay. bad energy mm-hmm. like i'm like this guy i don't know what his intentions are but i'm not gonna let him get close yeah. enough to find out yeah and he was like hey 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 and like trying to come no. up to me and so i put my hand on my belt like mm-hmm. on my knife and like un- undid the thing yeah. that like kept it in my belt and um he like his eyes darted down to my waist And it was like his, it was kind of like how they talk about when someone is a predator and they spot someone that's a potential victim. And then that person does something that like makes them realize this is not a good target. Mm -hmm. And it was like his demeanor shifted. And he was like, that's scary when that happens. It was so scary. Mm -hmm. It was really scary. And like, even if he, he probably, it was probably going to be fine. Like probably nothing was going to happen, but it was scary. Like Mm -hmm. it. So, yeah, don't go into the woods by yourself like no. like an idiot like me. Like, because I've done some stupid stuff. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to come across, like, a group of people, like, no. that look like they were about to, like, you know, sacrifice a goat no. or something. All, no, all black and hoods on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Candles. Yeah. Like, ah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> told me this story one time. She was on uh, Pole Road in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. it was back when one of her girls was a baby. And the only way she could get her to fall asleep was to drive her around mm-hmm. at, at night. And so it was like two in the morning and she got her friend to go with her. And they were driving around getting um, one of her daughters to sleep. And uh, they drove down Pole Road. And this group of teenagers came walking out of the field, all dressed in black mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> went across the road in such a way that they were like trying to stop them. Oh, okay. And Johnetta was like, she was like, I was at the point where I was like, I'm going to run these kids over and right. ask questions later. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. like I'm just going to deal yep. with the consequences. Cause I'm not stopping yep. in the middle of pole road with my baby in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. Like, yeah. So, oh my God, it's just, people are crazy. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that the, the trees being in that formation lend themselves to mm-hmm. something spooky, but I would love to go down there and like check For it out. Real. Like yeah. you, me and Dustin should do that. We should. We that would be to. so fun. Oh, oh my God. Go. Let's do it. 
Um, <laughs> however, I did find a comment on a message board. This was so great. I was, um, as I was doing research, I found a comment on a message board. Um, somebody had said that they just moved to Lawton and they were like, so what's the deal with the parallel forest? Is it really haunted? Like mm-hmm. whatever, does, can anybody tell me these stories? So like a lot of people comment and they're like, no, it's, it's crap. Like it's bullshit. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> this one person comments and their username is like, I don't know, Beelzebub 666 or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, uh, they're like, uh, no, it's for real, and you can trust me because I'm a Satanist. Oh, okay. And I've been there. <laughs> well, there you go. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't think we need any more proof no, than that. Like Beelzebub six 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 said, he yeah, said he said it. So yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I think that's about all I've got for these two little stories. Um, so I do have some exciting news for you guys. A few weeks ago, um, my friend and photographer, Jesse Edgar, was on the podcast. Um, and you guys know him. A lot of you follow both of our accounts on Instagram. Um, he's Oklahoma Abandoned. Okay. I don't know. Do you follow him? I think I do. I think okay. So. He posts some really cool pictures <laughs> of, like, abandoned places and stuff like that. Um, and we connected on Instagram, became friends. And he actually invited me to be a part of the Oklahoma Scenic and Historical mm-hmm. Art Exhibit. So, yeah. So, like, I'm going to get to go to that and be one of the presenters. And it's going to be held on Friday. Friday, September 20th at the old Moore high school building, okay, cool. which I don't know if you guys know this, but that building is haunted. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, I believe it too. I after being it. there, after being in it. there. Yeah. Cause we, he and I went up there one day to check it out and I was like, oh yeah, yeah that wouldn't surprise me. No, one that wouldn't. No, I like, and, yeah. and so if you listen to this podcast and you have any stories about old Moore high school, please contact me. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear it. Cause like, I think that I oh my god like it and you need to go look at Jesse's pictures of it because it is Hmm. whoa it is he took some really good shots of it yeah you'll have to go look at it and I'll have more details closer to time but you'll have the opportunity to talk to me and several other artists I think there's going to be like a graffiti artist a sketch artist um a like Jesse of course um I think there are going to be some other people and I can't think of who they are right now. Um, But, and we're all going to do something like, I think there's going to be maybe like a raffle to give away some prizes, something like that. So if you want some Irioki swag, like Mm -hmm. you might be able to get something like that. Um, And then as far as like t-shirts, coffee mugs, or the cute tank top that I'm really obsessed with that I'm going to order, um, they're available in the Spreadshirt store. And you can get to that by going to the Instagram um, bio page. Like there's a link to like the spread store. Uh, spreadshirt store so um and then the short dropped last week um i'm actually kind of in the process of like re-gearing what i'm doing with my writing so um i'm writing something that's like really different right now so i'm kind of Ooh. kind of excited about that Curious. but uh yeah um but yeah so do you want to plug like your accounts or like um, any yeah. projects you've so got you can follow me on anything i have uh, instagram facebook mm-hmm. and twitter i don't have any posts currently at yeah. the moment but it's me i promise yeah um it's some alley s-u-m-m-a-l-l-i-e okay um on any platforms yeah and then i um just want to promote i guess i have a cleaning company it's mm-hmm. called summer shine cleaning so i'm Heck trying yes. to get that up and growing yeah hire um, her guys like yeah, for real. Allie is so cleaned, nice business cleaned anything. yes Call yeah, me, she's your me. girl. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep, right. And I will I will tag you in a post tomorrow and That'd like cool. give some information about that if people want to contact sure, you. For sure. Something like that. Um, so and if you if you want to check out the audio story that I put out, the Audible story, just search for Marnie Venge on Audible. It'll pop up. And a lot of people are really liking it. Um, I think that that's like all I've got in terms of announcements. Um 
Follow the podcast on Instagram at Yuriyoki and Facebook is the same. Join the Facebook group and um, keep sending me messages, you guys. I really, really appreciate that. And um, some of the messages I get from you guys are really special, like about um, different different things. So, I mean, I don't know. Just keep sending me messages. It makes my day. Um, that's all I've got. You got anything else, no, Ellie? I don't have anything else. All right. Y'all stay spooky. Bye.